Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the rainbow. The rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. What you'll be listening to today is an installment of the Conversation Pieces series. What I'll be doing in this series is shining a light on some inspired gems of creativity and hip-hop that I've encountered, providing expanded thoughts on fly things I've taken from the art, focusing on the how and the why I believe an artist ended up accomplishing something, with a more nerdy intention that gives my completely subjective and biased take on what gives the special somethings in rap their magic. I don't know if I retroactively erased this from my brain, but I just realized this fact about a week or so ago that my mom passed away on August 19th, 2005, when I was 10, which just so happened to occur about a month or so before I had my first meaningful experience with music in that upcoming year when I was in grade one, where me and my friend Jeff would listen to late registration in recess many, many days through shared earphones on his first generation iPod. I previously never made the connection that the first time music became such a significant part of my life was immediately right after her death. Once this realization came to me though, it got me thinking about why people gravitate towards music in the first place and how some of those reasons can sometimes spawn from a really dark place and how music just like many other seemingly rewarding things in life can become an unhealthy double-edged sword. Additionally, through this exploration of my connection with music and how it came to be, it led me to a conclusion about my life in general that while difficult to swallow, feels like a necessary reality check. So with that, as I walk through how my relationship with music deepened to such a tremendous level, reflect on how exactly you got into music. Because if you're a truly passionate music fan like I am, I imagine that it's possible that it didn't just come by chance. I imagine that there is a story there that is deeper than you'd think. Why I feel this way is because to me, consuming, appreciating, and certainly creating music in a substantial manner is truly a passionate, emotional, and spiritual act. So given that premise, I bet that there must be a corresponding emotional trigger or catalyst that pushes someone to become such a lover of music. Sure, for the casuals out there who just listen to music while they're at parties or depend on a few Spotify playlists to supply their background music, this does not apply. But I'm not speaking to them right now. Honestly, nothing that I do on this show is for those people. I'm always talking to the people out there who actually love this thing we call music. So with that disclaimer set, I'll elaborate now on my relationship with music and what this all taught me. As I just mentioned, I first dug into music and began to latch on to the art form immediately in the wake of my mom's passing. 
And given my thinking that a significant emotional trigger is likely present in one's journey to becoming such a passionate lover of music, my experience certainly aligns with that logic. In hindsight, it seems so obvious that my journey with music began the way it did. I lost my mom at the age of 10. I felt isolated and in complete shock where I didn't feel comfortable dealing with that loss, even amongst family or friends. So naturally, this lovely, emotionally evocative thing, music, was attractive to me. Instead of feeling numb and lifeless from what just happened, I could process my emotions in the privacy of my own world, unobstructed by others. You know, hearing a track like Kanye's Roses off Late Registration activated emotions inside of me in a way that nothing else could have at the time. I couldn't fathom what had just happened. I didn't feel safe using other channels to help me understand how I felt or plainly make me feel better. But with music, that was something that was untarnished. It was sacred. Music was my happy place where I could escape from my deeply held anxiety and sadness. Now, as an outsider, you may be listening to this story and thinking, aw, isn't that sweet that music helped him feel better and cope with the pain of losing his mom? But that isn't the point of the story here, because that isn't what happened. What happened was that I found a convenient outlet that gave me the ability to hide from the harsh realities of the real world, where I could live in the music, I could live in my own head. On top of that, by recognizing the source of what sparked this particularly unhealthy relationship that I had with music, led me to a realization about myself that certainly does not make me feel warm and fuzzy, and is the reason I'm making this episode now. Let me explain by providing you some relevant context surrounding this recent realization of mine. So my mind wasn't just aimlessly wandering one day where I stumbled upon this fact I forgot where I just thought one day, oh, I first got into music when my mom died immediately after. No, at the time I was on a walk to clear my head because at the time I was and still am going through a breakup that has left me confused, frustrated and in pain. So what had actually happened was when this connection first came to me, I was like, huh, as if that was such a clear case of cause and effect. I'm surprised I memory hold that for so long. But upon further reflection, the gravity of what I realized started to set in and it made me seriously uncomfortable because it showed me that this habit that I've developed of needing something to escape to needing something to numb my pain instead of facing my fears and dealing with my sadness head-on something i've been challenged with for years has been in my dna really since day one i did not previously think this because actually as i grew older when i was 16 or 17 and became more emotionally aware i was more conscious of this dependency if you will that i had on music and even took the step once to detox from music, sort of, where I would only allow myself to listen to music at the gym for about a month or so. Because I recognized even during that time that I had a problem, that I was listening to music 
so much so in such a way that it was making me detach from the present and making me feel socially anxious and nervous that I was using it as a way to just fantasize and to dream and to get in my own head and avoid the anxiety or dread that I was feeling in my own real life. So previously, I had thought that in my late teens was the time where this escape from reality, hiding from your fears thing really started to manifest, which I thought stemmed from, you know, some family challenges, but then also confidence issues in myself with women that were based on toxic views of masculinity that I've worked hard now since to dismantle in my brain. But that wasn't the case at all. The reality was much different because I know now that I latched on to music and began running from reality where one, I was much, much younger than a high schooler, unlike what I initially thought, and two, the catalyzing cause for this fearful tendency of mine wasn't based on some childish, immature view of what it means to be a man that, again, I've made significant strides to combat through the years. Instead, the truth is, is that this tendency to run and escape the world through music came from something that I had absolutely no fucking power over. A indistinguishable fact of life that I can't just deprogram myself out of believing, right? My mom died from cancer. The end. That's not a belief. That's a fact. I can't do shit to change that now. The depths to my fears are so much more deeply rooted in my life than I ever realized. My fears of abandonment and my lack of trust in the world, which then obviously bleeds into everything I do from my career, my relationship with my family, friends, and especially romantic partners, is something that I now understand is something that I've lived with for the vast majority of my life. This feeling that I should be worried of the worst case scenario happening was validated in the worst way possible and occurred at such a young age that I went through my formative years as a teen, as a young adult with this destructive feeling as a core belief, which informed how I viewed the world and myself. So what's the conclusion to this new understanding of mine, you may ask? Well, this showed me that it will require a great deal of inner work for me to become that truly strong, confident man I want to be so badly because the damage is much deeper and aged than I ever thought. I have a lot of work to do. I can't approach improving my sense of self and developing healthier habits as just one of many priorities in my life. It has to be the priority. Everything I do needs to be aligned with accepting who I am and letting go of this hurt I have been carrying. And so in the spirit of growth and healing, I'm going to end this super rap music focused bonus episode with a public promise and reminder to myself that the purpose of life isn't to minimize future pain life is to be lived therefore i commit to being vulnerable open and taking the plunge 
no matter what happens because true happiness is worth it. Now, what true happiness means to people differs from person to person, obviously. But for me, while I am a complex, multifaceted individual like the rest of us whose happiness is comprised of a multitude of factors, I know what my North Star is. It is connection. So my ultimate dream life is actually quite simple. I want to be able to look into the eyes of another woman, tell them I love them, and believe it with every fiber of my being. I choose to not only put in the effort to be the best man I can be, to be worthy of such a blessing, but also to have faith that this will be my reality soon enough. So there we have it, another episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip-hop music has to offer. If you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible, it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace.